Hey guys, it's Simi, and this is Pro Wrestling Unlimited, as it's Monday, and that means we're back with the wrestling wrap-up. A handful of news brought to you in one easy-to-watch video. On today's show, we're going to talk about the latest news pertaining to the most recent NXT releases, why Roman Reigns is not defending the WWE Universal Undisputed or whatever championship you want to call it. I think it's, no, let me try that again. It is the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Why he's not defending that at WrestleMania Backlash. There's a new member in Bullet Club and so much more. But with that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PWUnlimited. Remember, if you are watching on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can either help us out by hitting that donate button down below or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can either subscribe with a tier one subscription, just like Amateuros did recently. Or if you don't have the extra cash, you could say, hey, I got Amazon Prime. What can I do with that? Well, you can turn that Amazon Prime account into an Amazon Prime gaming account. You take that Prime account. You take that Twitch account, you link them together, bada bing, bada boom, you're Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool things like free games. They give you free stuff for video games. And they always give you one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month. Also, if you are watching on Twitch, on the flip side, you can help us out over there with a Super Chat or a Super Sticker donation. All Super Chats do get read live on the air. Also remember on YouTube, if you hit that join button down below, you become a channel member. As a channel member, you get early access to news, early access to podcast episodes, early access to non-news videos like retro reviews, and so much more. Plus, if you want to do all that, but more directly support us, not give any money to YouTube, you can do that at patreon.com forward slash PWUnlimited. Also, finally, head over to the Epic Game Store. Head over to the Epic Game Store and buy a game. Buy a game, whether that is Sifu, Grand Theft Auto Online, Rainbow Six Extraction, or more. And it's going to ask you, do you have a creator code? And if you do, well, if it does, and it will, you got one. Right here, it's PWUnlimited. Use code PWUnlimited at checkout to support us on the Epic Game Store. It doesn't cost you anything extra, whether you're buying a game, whether that's a new game or an old game, whether you're claiming the free games, whether you're buying points for Rocket League or V-Bucks for Fortnite, you can put in the code and support us right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Before I get into my first news story, I already had to team timeout Stefan Stancil. If I see anybody in the chat going, so-and-so's next, so-and-so's getting released next, I don't stand for that crap. We don't stand for that. We don't talk about who's going to get fired next. And if you do do that, I'm going to time you out as your first warning. Second warning, I'm going to ban you from the chat. Plain and simple. I think it is ridiculous when we talk about releases, which are so unfortunate, and the comments are full of, well, I think so-and-so is next, or, hey, why didn't so-and-so get released? Or, hey, do you think so-and-so could be the next? No. That is ridiculous for people to comment, ridiculous for people to say in the chat, and I'm giving you guys the warnings now. First warning is timed out. Second warning, you'll be banned from the chat because, again, we don't want that. That's toxic, as some may say. That is, no, not what we want to do here. We don't want to 
speculate on who's getting fired next. No, that's bull crap. Bull crap. But our first story of the day does have to do with those NXT releases. We do know that over the weekend, and I, I lost my notes over the weekend, 10 names were released from NXT. As far as those 10 names, there were Harland, the former Parker Boudreaux, Herzer Parada, Dakota Kai, Malcolm Bivens, Shinjana George, Draco Anthony, Mila Milani, Raylan Devine, and Paige Prinzavalli. So there were eight wrestlers, one manager, and one referee released by WWE. Now, as far as those releases go, we did learn that Malcolm Bivens was recently offered a new contract and didn't want to sign it. Well, Fightful has even more information on this stating. John Laurinaitis is the one that made the cuts and cited, quote, budget cuts as the reason. The email internally read, due to budgetary cuts and with an immediate effect as of today, 4-29-2022, we have come to the terms we have come to turn come to the terms to release the following. Those cited have a 30-day non-compete clause. Oh, I didn't also mention Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis was also uh, released. Fightful did re- uh, write the following. We're told that Malcolm Bivens, now again Stokely Hathaway, had made it abundantly clear that he did not plan on re-signing. He also he did he'd also done this last year, but was re-signed as a result of a pitch for the Diamond Mine Stable after not being used on TV for two years. Hathaway was offered a new deal in February, which he told the company he would not be signing. They're stating that uh, one source in the the company did say there was a significant push within WWE Digital to feature Bivens there. Now, Dakota Kai, in her release, it was said that, well, she kind of saw it coming. It was stated that Kai also made it known that she was not planning on renewing her contract with the WWE. She had several looks on the main roster with dark matches, but nothing. No call-up, no nothing. As far as Harlan does go, after he signed with WWE and after much hype, many coaches felt that he'd not progressed since he started training to when they brought him to NXT 2.0. This is something that Dave Meltzer talked about as well this weekend on Wrestling Observer Radio, saying that many were baffled when Parker got put on television. And, well, you know, in my opinion, if he wasn't ready, like if they didn't think he was ready for full matches and to get maybe the the same sort of, because they were hoping, WWE was hoping that Parker Boudreaux, who turned into Harlan, could have been just as big for them as Braun Breaker. And when, I guess, and this is just me speculating on what has been reported, when they figured out that that ain't going to happen anytime soon, maybe that is why they gave him the Harland character to where a character he didn't have to do as much, if you get what I'm saying. But again, the interesting thing here is some said that, you know, we could we should have saw Harland being released coming as towards the buildup of Joe Gacy versus um, Braun Breaker this week for the title two weeks ago. Harlan just disappeared from Joe Gacy. So we'll see what happens with that one. Uh, Fifel also states that we've spoken to several of the release stars who have been in good spirits, all things considered. Fifel also put out a second report stating 
Sources indicated that WWE had tentative main roster plans for Malcolm Bivens and had pitched his name as a potential manager for Omos months ago before they came up to the decision for it to be MVP. In addition, they are told that LA Knight was considered for that spot as well. However, when presented a new restructured contract, Bivens passed on it after resigning last year. Rifle states that they are told that his deal was set to expire towards the beginning of 2023. Despite the main roster pitches, Bivens was said to have no desire on re-signing. In addition to Bivens and his deal being up in early next year, Dakota Kai's contract was also set to expire in April of 2023. Rifle states that Kai got several, as we know, got several looks on the main roster in dark matches, but those that they spoke with, especially last year around draft time, stated, quote, there were no solid direction, plan, or firm ideas for her on the main roster and had no idea if she'd ever even be called up. They stated again that Dakota Kai had made it clear that she did not plan on re-signing with the company. So when you say, hey, I'm not planning on re-signing, I'll stay out the rest of my contract, I'll stick out the rest of my contract and then we'll go from there. Then you got to think, you know, with WWE and the way they release people and this and that, you got to think that eventually it could come before your quote-unquote contract expiration. So with, you know, that, that, that first FIFA report we read stating that Dakota Kai kind of maybe expected this, that's why. If you make it known that you don't want to be here as far as I'm not signing a new contract, well, then that gives them the grounds of, oh, you don't want to be here? We'll just let you go. We'll just let you go. So it is going to be interesting to see what does come of all of this. I do know Dexter Loomis now going by his, uh, ooh, we got some breaking news here. I'm going to keep that for later. Uh, we do know that Dexter Loomis has actually been announced for his first non-WWE event coming up. He will be working, and I do have that right here. Let me pull up that link. For ARW on June 24th, he will be working the Blood Born in Blood event. Will be taking part in taking place in Melbourne, Florida. That will be the first time the former Dexter Loomis, now going by his old wrestling name Samuel Shaw, will be wrestling. At least as far as we know, will be wrestling outside WWE. That is as far as we know his first non WWE uh, event. But that's June 24th. If we look at when these people were released which was effective, I want to get the exact correct date. That was the 29th. Alexa, what is 30 days after April 29th? So all these people are free, cleared, good to go, May 29th, 2022. May 29th is when they should be free and good to sign or work for whoever. So we'll see where all these people go. I know a lot of people over the weekend have been going, oh, Bivens, oh, he needs to be put with Jade. Bivens and Jade, Bivens, well, you're a smart mark. What are you gonna do with smart mark Sterling? You can't just say, oh, we wanna get a Stokely Hathaway so you're fired or you're out of your spot or whatever. I think smart mark has done well with Jade Cargill. It's kind of weird when all of a sudden he just pops up as, oh, I'm the lawyer of Maxwell Jacob Friedman, MJF. And it's it's weird sometimes. I mean, Stokely Hathaway would be phenomenal with Jade. But then what do you do with, with Smart Mark? What do you do with Mark Sterling? You know what I mean? You can't 
bring in one guy just to be like, oh, fuck you. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I mean, we could see, I would say maybe Dakota to AEW, but it's like they've already got too many women that they don't use or a, or quote, use well. Maybe Impact. Maybe Samuel Shaw goes back to Impact. I don't. And then, then there are some of these that it's like, are they even going to stay in wrestling? I mean, Parker Boudreaux, does he want to stay in wrestling? Does he want to keep going as a professional wrestler? Because he was recruited coming out of college as a football player. Did he have interest in going to the NFL? We don't know. But we will continue to follow the story within the next month and see what we do learn of these 10 releases who were released again on April 29th, 2022. But as we move forward, we got a little AEW block here. We got two stories pertaining to AEW with the first one pertaining to this week's AEW Rampage as Rampage. Well, they're being moved to way early in the day because of NHL playoffs. According to Dave Meltzer on the latest Wrestling Observer Radio, Meltzer states that TNT will be moving the time slot of this Friday's AEW Rampage as Meltzer stated, quote, Rampage next week. It's 5.30 p.m. Eastern, 2.30 p.m. Pacific, and that could change too, depending on playoffs. But that was what AEW was told today as far as what the time slot for this for, uh, is for this coming Friday show. Today, as in yesterday, Sunday, when this show, when this podcast did go live, and Dave Meltzer talked about this. So because of NBA and NHL playoffs, well, it looks like they're going to be moving Rampage again. and They're moving it early in the day like maybe if you're on the east coast 5 30 is not too early 2 30 pacific west coast though oh boy everyone's still at work at that time well everyone that doesn't work from home well people still at work even 5 30 pacific time people are just on their way home from work maybe not making it home yet so set your dvrs accordingly make sure you do you know i i assume by wednesday we will know the solid time if this is what's going to happen but, um, yeah, Rampage is being moved this week because of playoff action from the NBA and the NHL. And actually, we can go to the TNT schedule and just double check and see what they have listed right now. So schedule TNT drama Friday, Friday, May 6th. As of right now. And I think. All times are Eastern. So Pacific, because that's where I live. It's just easier for me to understand. As of right now, not two. Okay, so Meltzer was off by a half an hour. As of right now, Rampage is slated on Friday for 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. So just set your DVRs accordingly. 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. That was a keep in with AEW. It looks like one former AEW champion could be returning rather soon. It was noted that former AEW Women's World Champion Riho actually confirmed on her blog that she'll be returning to the United States soon for AEW. She states that she is fully healed from her previous injury. As far as that previous injury goes, she did work on, where was it? She did work the first Battle of the Belt show against Britt Baker DMD in January and suffered a broken collarbone early on in that match and worked through it to finish off the match. 
During her time recovering, Riho traveled back to Japan so she could be in a more familiar setting to rehab. It was expected that she would be fully recovered within about three months. And it seems, you know, February, March, April, about four, four months now since the injury. And she said on her blog that she's ready to return, that she's ready to come back, get back with AEW in the United States. So that's great to hear that Riho could be back soon. Don't know how soon is soon, but she stated in her blog that she would be returning to the United States sometime soon. And moving forward, we got a couple stories from one New Japan Pro Wrestling as well, well, well. One man that kept saying, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Now just joined Bullet Club as of last night. Juice Robinson, who had been saying earlier this month that he was done with New Japan Pro Wrestling, that he wasn't signing with New Japan Pro Wrestling, signing a new deal, well, has returned to the company. Just like Jay White did last year after Wrestle Kingdom 2021. He said, I'm done. I'm over it. I'm not staying here. And then stayed here. Well, Juice Robinson returned at tonight's or last night's Wrestling Dontaku event, making a surprise appearance after Hiroshi Tanahashi defeated Tomohiro Ishii to win the vacant IWGP United States Championship. Juice, wearing a Bullet Club vest and mask, attacked Tanahashi to then pull off the mask and reveal that yes, it is him, and he is now in Bullet Club. This all happened after Chase Owens distracted Tanahashi. Juice came down, hit him with the pulp friction, and there we go. So, we'll see where this all leads to. Juice held up the belt, gave it too sweet, and had it said Bullet Club on the back of his vest. Don't know exactly... What this is all going to lead to other than Juice now being a member of Bullet Club, but cool. We've said it for a while, and it looks like it's finally happening. Bullet Club is becoming NWO 1998 into 99 and 2000. Right at the end of 98 and going into 99 and 2000, anybody and everybody eventually was like, eh, I want to join the NWO. Why get beat up by them instead of joining them? Or why not join them instead of getting beat up by them? That was the mantra. Oh, if they're just going to beat everybody up backstage. I'll become one of them to beat everybody up backstage. And it looks like, you know, that could be happening with Bullet Club. Juice joining here now. I mean, Evil joined last year randomly out of nowhere. Just They keep just adding and adding and adding. And then you got Bullet Club in Japan. You got Bullet Club guys here in the United States. It's like, what's proper Bullet Club? What's not proper Bullet Club? Who's... You know, associated with who and this. And then it's just like, Bullet Club's becoming one of those things where it's like, can we really still follow this? Because it's like, Evil's part of Bullet Club. But then he's got his own little subsidiary faction of it as well. It's like the House of Darkness. or something. I don't know exactly what it's called. But Bullet Club's becoming a little hard to follow. I, I really think it is. Becoming a little hard to follow on who's still in it and who's not. And Gorilla's Destiny were recently kicked out. I think... The Good Brothers are back in. We know Jay White. Maybe he's their leader. Is he not? We don't know. So, ah, I just don't know exactly what's all going on with Bullet Club. But they do have a new member in Juice Robinson. So, Juice is now with, with the Bullet Club. But going forward here, we got another New Japan story to talk about. As one former IWGP World Heavyweight Champion in Tetsuya Naito is set to undergo eye surgery, according to Tokyo Sports. The report 
noted that Naito will have to repair superior oblique muscle. F Hold on, let me reread this again. This is the report notes that Naito will have surgery to repair superior oblique muscle paralysis in his right eye. The paralysis was causing him to have double. Excuse me, it was causing him to have double vision. Naito actually told Tokyo Sports that his eye is in worse shape now than it was when he first underwent surgery in 2019. Naito was also Naito was also quoted by saying that the upcoming best of the Super Juniors tournament provided him a good, I guess, like scheduled time to take a break. He's not really needed for that tournament, so that gives him a good time to have the surgery. And if we look when he had the surgery back in 2019, he was out for 20 days. He was out for 20 days. And he was back and ready to go. So hopefully it's only a 20-day recovery again this time. Because, you know, you got that Forbidden Door show coming up in June. We're going to want Naito on it. So if Naito's having surgery in May, we need him back in late June. Because what is what is the Forbidden Door show without a Tatsuya Naito? Just, I tell you what. So see where this all goes to. How long he's out of action and when he actually does undergo the surgery. But he said he will be undergoing surgery soon. And again, if we do look at his recovery time from 2019 when he had, I think it was the exact same surgery, 20-day recovery, and then he was good to go after that. So best wishes to Tetsuya Naito, who will be undergoing an eye surgery here rather soon. And finally, as we run into our final story of the day, a lot of people have been asking, what the hell is going on with Roman Reigns, and why is he not defending the title at WrestleMania Backlash? It was Friday on SmackDown. It was officially announced the Bloodline will be teaming up at WrestleMania Backlash in a six-man tag to take on the team of Drew McIntyre and the Raw Tag Team Champions, RK-Bro. Now, many people started questioning why this match was announced. Is Roman hurt? Well, Roman was injured at WrestleMania. And da, 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 da. No, he wasn't. Now, whether Roman tweaked the shoulder at WrestleMania or not is not fully known. But it was told to me by three people that were there at WrestleMania backstage. Roman was fine after the match. Roman was walking around backstage, perfectly fine. Not showing any signs of an injury. The shoulder, not showing any signs of weakness. He was fine. I mean, Roman worked the next night on Raw. Well, not on Raw, but at Raw in a six-man tag. Then, every weekend since WrestleMania, Roman has worked live events. Matches against McIntyre. In London, it was stated that Roman and McIntyre went near 40 minutes. If this man is injured and that's why he can't defend the title and needs a six-man tag, then why would you work 40 minutes? On SmackDown, he took a belly-to-belly -belly from, from Drew, landed on the shoulder. Oh, boy, that was a hard bump if you're injured. That would have been a hard bump if you're injured. Not. Everyone keeps saying Roman's injured. He's not. Now, according to Dave Meltzer on the latest Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Meltzer states that WWE is actually holding off on doing a big Roman Reigns singles match title defense with he and Drew McIntyre until one of the stadium shows upcoming. So it looks like Roman will still be factored into other events, other premium live events, but they're trying to make, from what this sounds like, they're trying to make the title defenses feel such like a big deal that maybe they're going to come more frequently or more infrequently that maybe they're going to come only at the big stadium shows, which we've got Money in the Bank coming up in June, SummerSlam coming up in July, or June as well. No, both in July, both in July. We've got in September, we've got um, 
what's the word? In September, we've got uh, Clash of the Castle in Wales. We've got another Saudi show, and we got SummerSlam. Well, I said SummerSlam. SummerSlam in Nashville. So it's like we've got a bunch of stadium shows, but according to Dave Meltzer, it does look like the WWE may be actually waiting on doing the big title match with Roman Reigns until one of the stadium shows to just give it a bigger fight feel and not just throw Roman out there in random title matches on, on premium live events where they feel like it's not that big of a deal match, I guess you can say. So we'll see what this all does lead to as far as how often the title now does get defended. If the championship is not going to be defended on regular live events, does that mean we've got backlash here? Then we've got, um, Hell in a Cell as well. Does that mean that neither of those shows, we already know WrestleMania backlash, but does that also mean, and I'm going to look up when exactly Hell in a Cell is, does that mean that Hell in a Cell coming up on June 5th will also not have a big WWE title match? I mean, Hell in a Cell. Is Roman going to not work the show? He's on the poster. I mean, well, that really doesn't matter much in WWE, but is Roman not going to work the show? What is the plan there? Roman going to be in a Hell in a Cell match not for the title? Roman not going to be in a Cell match? We don't know. That's still a month and a week away. But according to Dave Meltzer, Vince McMahon and WWE are trying to make the WWE title matches feel like a bigger deal as far as holding them off for bigger events unlike WrestleMania Backlash. But with that, guys, that's all we got for you today. For the wrestling wrap-up, as far as tonight's Monday Night Raw does go, nothing has really been announced outside of The Bloodline will be on the show. That's it. That's all they've said. We can go to WWE's website and double-check really fast if anything was announced while we were live. Let's go to WWE's website here, The Bloodline. Let's go to WWE's Twitter to double-check. Let's uh, be on Twitter. Just one last quick check. Nope, nothing. Still just... Yeah. Just the bloodline will be on the show tonight. That's it. Nothing else has been announced for tonight's Monday Night Raw. So with that, guys, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Patreon, or Twitter.com forward slash PW Unlimited. Remember, we will be live again tonight following Monday Night Raw. So have a great rest of your Monday, guys. And I'll see you next time. We're on the road to WrestleMania Backlash this weekend. We'll see you tonight after Raw. Have a good one, guys.